Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mess with the cat and you get some malicious compliance. We'll get to that in a bit, but first left murder scene because my manager complained about overtime in a past work life i worked at a small newspaper where corporate insisted on paying me hourly despite the job not being capable of being done in 40 hours that and anyone who knows the news industry knows that news happens more than just nine to five it was implied that you just work when needed and don't miss deadlines i did that for years One week, I ended up working over a hundred hours, lots of huge breaking news stories, and I was the only person working at that newspaper. I asked for 20 hours overtime pay, having worked 60 hours of overtime that week, and my regional manager refused because it hadn't been priorly authorized. So I told him from then on, I work exactly 40 hours, and I didn't care what news happened after, I'd cover it my next workday. About six months go by, no major news missed, but a few things were later than they should be. Then another heck week hits. Several major car crashes, a school bomb threat, and Friday about 4pm, a murder. I head out to the murder scene, get photos, talk to an officer, and I'm told an update's coming at 6.30pm. So I write up a very short piece with the info I had by 4.30, and at 5pm I go home for the weekend. Readers and bosses reached out several times over the weekend. Readers, I told we'd have an update on Monday and that no one was scheduled to work the weekend. Bosses, I ignored until Monday. He tried to yell. I pointed out it would have been unpaid overtime and it wasn't approved. By Wednesday, they offered me a raise and put me on salary. I accepted, but left the job a few months later. It just always astounds me when you hear of companies like this expecting you to give them free labor. What do they expect to happen? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, in luxury floral shops, clients get exactly what they ask for. I used to work for a high-profile luxury floral shop in a big city, so I have many stories to tell. But one common thing we would deal with is people checking in not even an hour after the delivery time. Have the flowers been delivered? They haven't called to thank me, so clearly they haven't gotten them yet. I would explain that they have been delivered, but the person is probably busy, may not have even seen the flowers yet, and will thank them when they have time. For most people, this gets them to calm down, but there would always be the people who wouldn't take that answer and think that we're lying to them, or delivered to the wrong person, etc. Usually I would just send proof of delivery to the person and get them off the phone or out of the store. But one day, I decided to have some fun. I said, I'm sorry, let's get this fixed. I think reaching out directly to ensure they got the flowers is the best solution here. I don't want to make you deal with this. Do you have a better number to reach Mrs. Rose directly? not real name you only gave us her work number thank you i'll give her a call i already had miss rose's personal number though because she was also one of my clients 
I knew that she really did not like us calling because she's a busy woman and asked us to only call her work number and only communicate with her assistants. I knew very well she was going to be angry if I called, but I also knew I could shift that anger to someone else this time. I said hello Miss Rose, I'm sorry to bother you but Miss Orchid wanted me to double check you got the flowers she sent you. I know you asked us not to call this number, but Miss Orchid gave us this number and was very adamant that we spoke to you directly. I'm not sure what exactly followed, but given the tone Miss Rose had as she said she'll handle it from here, and given that I never saw any more flower orders from Miss Orchid to Miss Rose, I think it's safe to say their conversation did not go well. You gotta love opportunities to offload the scolding to somebody else. Not only do you get the satisfaction of that person getting scolded, you get a free show out of it too. Our next story is malicious budgeting. Last week, I asked one of my coworkers to complete budgets on our budget spreadsheet template before our next meeting. When I arrived at the next meeting, I was provided with paper copies of all the sheets for each project, with every budget item filled out in pencil. I guess I didn't specify it had to be digital. I had a fun afternoon of data entry. Our next story is airport duty free shop and number of security bags. Recently found the subreddit and I love the stories, so I decided to share my recent somewhat malicious compliance. It happened approximately a half year ago when me and my wife traveled to another European country by air to visit some family and friends. We wanted to bring certain local alcoholic drinks as presents, and since we were traveling with hand luggage only, we couldn't buy it in the town, as it wouldn't go through the security so we had to buy it in the duty-free shop, which isn't really duty-free as we stay in the EU. At the checkout, the cashier lady scanned our boarding pass, noted that we're connecting in a third country, so the drinks must go into a secure plastic bag which she must seal. So if we need to go through security in the connecting airport for any reason, it won't be taken away from us. She prepared two bags and put the four bottles into them. I asked if I could get four bags, one for each of the bottles, as it would make it easier for us to shove them into the different hand luggages. But for some reason she refused it and said that she can only put it in a way that two bottles are in each bag. I asked why, and she said, this is the way it is. I wasn't really satisfied with that answer. I was expecting something more serious. For example, something about air travel regulations. So I concluded it's just that she needed to seal less plastic bags at the end of the day but my urge to want my bottles separated was still there. So I told her that if she insists, I'll buy the four bottles in four different transactions. So each bottle will end up in their own plastic bag. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. She frowned up on us a little, 
and proceeded with the first transaction, scanning the boarding pass, having the bottle put into its individual plastic bag, me paying for it, receipt put next to the bottle, having the bag sealed, making sure she traps as much air as possible in them, repeated three more times while the queue behind us and the disagreement on her face were constantly growing. Win-win, she got her own or the shop's rules complied with, while I still got my bottles in separate bags, later comfortably buried between our clothes. After we pushed out all the spare air from the sealed bags, maybe she had some like strict orders from above that's like, you gotta cut down on usage of these bags, why else would they be so strict? This next story is, they wanted to start messing with the cat that I told them not to. This happened about 4 years ago and I still laugh about it to this day. My older cousin had a cat named Tara when she was younger. Tara was a total loose screw, and she would bite and scratch anyone who so much as looked at her funny. And don't get me started when you dare disturb her sleeping. Never mess with Tara when she's sleeping. Tara only really felt comfortable around my cousin and I. She liked me because I usually helped my cousin feed her because I wanted to know what it was like taking care of a cat as I want my own. Plus, I was already close with my cousin. Now here's where it gets good. My aunt and uncle were having a little family gathering, and they decided to invite some of their close friends. Among them were their demonic kids Minnie Bigfoot, 6 years old, and Minnie Yeti, 5 years old. Those two couldn't sit still or shut up for at least one second, and the parents just let it all happen. They would use the excuse, they don't know any better. They probably would if you set a boundary or something at least. So while they're downstairs terrorizing the adults and anyone else who is brave enough and patient enough to be in the same room as them, me, my cousin, and her friend all just chill upstairs. They're both talking about some stuff with school and all that nonsense I didn't bother listening to. They both leave the room to go run a few errands and buy some more cat toys as Tara has demolished the previous ones. So now, I'm left in the room alone with a little furball that's curled up in the bed, having a darn good nap. Then I hear the sounds of rapid footsteps, and I didn't need to peek out to see what it was. Both gremlins walk into the room, and immediately point out all the drawings on the walls of Nintendo characters. My cousin loves Nintendo. Then little mini Bigfoot has to point out that there's a fluffy kitty on the bed. They reach over to pet her, and I inch their hands away and tell them not to disturb her. For some background, I already had had a beef with those two because when they were at our house, Minnie Yeti pulled my dog's ears and tail constantly and wouldn't stop. Minnie Yeti starts to whine about how much she loves cats and she wants to cuddle the itty bitty kitty. I told her that Tara hates her when her sleep is disturbed, and they still wouldn't go away. They went downstairs to tell their parents, and they told me, let them pet the cat, it's not even yours and it's just a cat. I tried reasoning with them, and even my aunt and uncle sided with me, but they still wouldn't understand, and they swore it was just a regular house cat. I walked back upstairs, and suddenly I got a huge grin on my face. I told the kids that they can go play with the cat, and they started laughing at me and taunting me, but soon the tables would turn. They went inside the room and I camped outside the door. For about 5 seconds all I could hear was the wow from one of the kids. Then it finally came. An ear piercing hiss and loud meow, followed by a distant sound of clothes stretching and gremlins screaming. They both sprinted out of the room crying and the mini Bigfoot had a big scratch going down his right arm. 
Little Yeti had it worse, as her nice pink t-shirt was absolutely ripped, and there were more scars going down her arm. Their parents were furious at me and commanded me downstairs to scold me. They asked how I could let that cat scratch their children like that and not do anything about it. I was going to say something, but then my dad's face went white as he pointed at the stairs. We looked and guess what we saw? At the top of the stairs, Tara was right there with her tail hunched back and her ears folded flat against her head. To add to that, the lights upstairs were off, so her eyes were glowing. The dad of the two kids thought it would be good to punish a cat that wasn't his. So he marched up the stairs while staring down Tara. Bad move, cause then, Tara leaped off the stairs and landed right on the dude's back and cut a huge gash in his shirt in the process. She then climbed off and just went back up the stairs and slept again, like she didn't just almost murder a whole family. When my cousin got back, we told her about the story, and she was mad at first, but then she started to laugh when we mentioned her cat wasn't injured. Tara got a nice plate of tuna for dinner, and a good back rub as a reward. I'm just honestly impressed that family or not, relatives or not, friends or not, that they didn't go and immediately call some kind of animal control. They just seem like the kind of jerks to do that. That said, our final story of the day is... Not enough Big Mac sauce? I got you, bro. I was working at McDonald's about 10 years ago. Despite what people might think, there's actually a lot of work involved, since we only had 6 people trying to do the work of 20. Likewise, getting yelled at all day in a 100 plus degree kitchen, 37 plus Celsius, is also less pleasant than other jobs I've worked. Oh, what's that? drive through needs 20 McDoubles and you only have 19? Gee, I wonder if Front Counter took one of your McDoubles. If you insist, I'll make an extra McDouble for you. Oh hey, what do you know, we have an extra McDouble now. Just the smell of grease now makes me want to chain smoke 10 cigarettes, even though I quit 5 years ago. Does that mean I think everyone deserves $15 an hour? Irrelevant. No matter how much someone makes, treat them with dignity. Not like they're some animal just because they're making sandwiches for you. We're all human beings, and we're all deserving of love. You can't pay me enough to take that away, and you can't pay me too little to deem me unworthy of that. I say all that to say, I worked as hard as I could every single day, but sometimes things just rubbed me the wrong way so much that I completely acted like a fool over it. This was one of those times. I realized in the moment, I could probably get fired right now. I realized looking back, I'm really lucky I didn't get fired for that. Here's what happened. A guy comes in and asks for a McDouble with Mac sauce. So I make a normal McDouble and I put a shot of Mac sauce on it. We now have a McDouble with Mac sauce. Crazy concept, I know. The manager comes back a minute later making a big scene. This guy wanted Mac sauce. Give me a McDouble with Mac sauce on it ASAP. I'm pretty sure the whole lobby could hear it. Maybe even the people in the parking lot. I say, I put Mac sauce on it. They say, then put extra Mac sauce on it. I say, okay, so it's extra Mac sauce you want? Oh, I've got extra Mac sauce for you, friend. Here's one extra shot, and here's another one just for your trouble. But wait, that's only one extra Big Mac's worth. Did you possibly want an extra Big Mac's worth? Here's another two shots for you. Twelve shots of Big Mac sauce later, I thought, I hope this is sufficient for him. What we actually had at this point was a pile of Mac sauce with a side of McDouble. If anyone was paying attention, they could see the Mac sauce oozing into the paper. I say one McDouble, extra Mac sauce. It gets sent out. 
A few minutes later, the manager comes back looking very disappointed. The customer's looking at me like I just got done robbing his house. The manager says, Okay guys, this is completely disgusting. Can we please get a McDouble with just a little bit extra mac sauce? What was that? Please? Why didn't you say so in the first place? Why yes, you may have a McDouble with a little extra mac sauce. The new McDouble got sent out, the man enjoyed his meal, and we all lived happily ever after. Sadly, I'm sure there's a lot of managers out there that work at McDonald's that are probably prone to treating most of their workers in a similar fashion. You get one thing wrong, well you're going to get lit up with words. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome story of malicious compliance, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 